to the Clinical Podcast Series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation and our Clinical Contact Lens and Myopia Care channel. Today's episode is entitled Outcomes of Scleral Lenses for Dry Eye Disease in Chronic Ocular Graft versus Host Disease. I'd like to thank our host and lead topical editor, Dr. Andrew Pucker, and our topical expert, Dr. Caleb Abbott. And now it's my pleasure to begin today's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another American Academy Optometry Foundation Clinical Podcast Series episode. Today, I'll be your guest host. I'm Dr. Andrew Pucker. I'm a fellow of the Academy and also a diplomat in the Corny Contact Lens and Refractive Technology section. Today, I'm joined here with Caleb Abbott. He is a fellow of the Academy. Uh, Caleb, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yes, I'm an optometrist and assistant professor of ophthalmology at the University of Colorado School of Medicine. Um, I work in the dry eye clinic, so I'm primarily treating dry eye disease and other ocular surface diseases. And with that comes treating a lot of uh, more rare conditions, uh, like the topic of today, which is graft versus host disease. And then on top of being in clinic, I also do some dry eye research and participate in some clinical trials as well. So yeah, I think Caleb is a perfect expert for this paper, which is titled uh, Outcomes of Scleral Lenses for Dry Eye Disease in Chronic Ocular Graft versus Host Disease, a short communication. So this is, uh, it's actually a, a full research study, but it's, um, a, you could call it maybe a mini study. So Caleb, could you give us a little overview of it so the, the readers know what we're getting into, or so listeners? <laughs> so graft versus host disease, um, uh, roughly about 20,000 people in the United States have an allergenic metapoietic bone marrow transplant each year. And then graft versus host disease is the most common complication of that, which affects approximately 40% of these patients. And it's essentially when cells of the donor or the graft begins attacking the body or the host. And then of this 40% of patients that are affected with graft versus host disease, the majority of them go on to develop ocular graft versus host disease. So this study was really looking at um, how effective scleral lenses are in the treatment of the ocular surface disease associated with ocular graft versus host. Because with ocular graft versus host, it can cause a very sudden and severe um, ocular surface disease and absolutely debilitating dry eye disease. So oftentimes it has to be treated a little bit differently just given the aggressive and severe nature of it. Um, a lot of signs of ocular graft versus host, it'll be your typical keratoconjunctivitis and um, severe meibomian gland dysfunction, but you also get a lot of lacrimal gland atrophy, cicatricial scarring um, of the conjunctiva, trichiasis um, associated with that. You can get uh, filamentary keratitis, pseudomembranes. It, it really can be pretty rapid and severe. Yeah, these, these patients are in a lot of pain. And I, I wanted to highlight this paper specifically because a lot of times we just think, you know, scleral lenses are for keratoconus, pellucids, that sort of thing. But in this case, they're using scleral lenses for ocular protection and lubrication and extreme dry eye. Mm -hmm. So um, like I said, this is a little bit of a different paper. Could you tell us, um, you know, how this is different from past studies and how we can maybe use this clinically? Yeah, I think... First of all, there's simply not a lot of research that's been done on ocular graft versus host for the simple reason that 
there's only roughly 8,000 graft-versus-host host cases in the United States each year. I mean, only a subset of those actually have ocular graft-versus-host. Um, I also think scleral lenses just oftentimes aren't utilized in the field of ophthalmology as much as they really probably should be in cases of ocular surface disease, as it's really, like you were saying, seen more for cases of, um, you know, keratoconus or other, you know, corneal degenerations or dystrophies. Yeah, I've had, so I'm on the Scleral Lens Education Society's website, and I've had people search me out from different states to try to get uh, scleral lenses for this sort of thing. Like these people really? are really motivated, and mm -hmm. if you can fix them, and they're, they're going to love you for life, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. So um, I think there's some patient interviews in this, right? That's that's a little bit different. What were some of the, the key takeaways from the, the patients themselves that we can use in clinic? Yeah, with so with any sort of very aggressive dry eye disease or ocular surface disease, especially if there's some sort of underlying systemic condition, we know that we need to be a lot more aggressive in our treatment approach. And, and I think you see from these patient interviews that the typical dry eye treatments that a lot of us reach for, um, such as artificial tears and restasis and punctal plugs just aren't enough to control these cases. So I think you see from the patient interviews that um, really the only treatments that have been you know, widely helpful for them have been autologous serum eye drops and scleral lenses. I forget the exact sample size, but basically everyone <laughs> who was put in a scleral lens stuck with it, except for a person who got better and someone who just like was beyond saving. So exactly. Uh, I think very rarely do you see people decide to discontinue scleral lens where when you have a condition such as this. But I, I think a lot of I think a lot of optometrists will think, well, I may go my entire career and not see a graft versus host patient. And, and I think that that's fair. But this study also is applicable to uh, many other severe uh, ocular surface disease and dry eye disease, just because it's telling you that when you see some of these very severe cases, a lot of times it's not wise to take a very conservative and step ladder approach to these treatments. Um, whereas a lot of us would say, okay, well, let's try you know, over-the-counter options first. And if that doesn't work, then we're going to try Restasis. And that doesn't work, we'll bump it up to a Zydra or a Sequa or a Punctal Plugs. And I think the way that this is really applicable for most optometrists is saying, well, when you have some of these very severe ocular surface diseases, especially with an underlying systemic inflammation, we need to be a lot more aggressive with our initial treatment approach and maybe reach straight for serum eye drops or straight for scleral lenses as that's going to be not only more effective in controlling the symptoms, but it can also decrease um, the chances of complications later. And, and as, as I mentioned before, with these graft-versus-host patients, if you don't treat it quickly and aggressively, it's not uncommon for you to see a lot of cicatricial scarring, lacrimal gland atrophy, filamentary keratitis, um, even neurotrophic keratitis, if there's been sustained inflammation for long enough. So um, being aggressive is not only going to help with symptoms, but also uh, make your life a whole lot easier down the road. Because when you get behind the curve in some of these treatments, it's very difficult to catch up. 
I totally agree. I think with this kind of patient, you just skip the dues to hierarchy of treatments and just go right for the scleral lens or some other super advanced treatment to make sure that they're happy. So exactly. with that, I'd like to thank Caleb for being here with us today. I'd like to thank the listeners for tuning in, and I hope to see you again on a podcast series soon. Thank you. Thank you. And a special thanks to CooperVision for their educational grant to make it all happen. Thank you.